Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Minus 20. Minus 15. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. I thought maybe you were talking about the weather a week ago when it was minus 20 or minus 10 or whatever it was. Well, no, I was, today is great. It's 62 degrees. I was counting it? down. I was counting down. You tell me. Uh, when I'm supposed to uh, come on to begin the programs what to sign on, have this dramatic delay. Well, that's why I was counting it down because I go for main engine start. I, I didn't want Rick to get concerned. Uh, you know, as, as I slowly was getting there towards the uh, so-called finish line. Now sneaking in the door, didn't know whether to put him on camera or not because he has such. He has such a beautiful face. Oh, please. please. That is Chris Kane joining. Please. Oh, man. Sorry I'm late. Coming back from Hot Springs. And, gentlemen, there are yeah. so many potholes in the road right now in this state. Chris, I'm not worried about the potholes. I'm worried oh. about getting you in shape. Oh, well, that too, yes. You're huffing and puffing over there. Well, I ran up the stairs, you know, probably not a good idea. But I'll tell you, I was racing back from Hot Springs and. There's a lot of traffic. They had to close down portions of I-30 today to fix all the potholes. Oh, my. Yeah, no, it's the winter storm. The after effects are definitely taking their toll right now on the Arkansas roadways. Wow. Anyway, good to see you guys. Hey, as young as you are and you're out of breath from going up the stairs. Rick, I know, I know, I know, I know. Goodness gracious. I know, yes. Okay, I will will divert the attention a moment away from Chris and my oh, lack of athleticism. And your anymore. lack of athleticism. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. yep. And that Chris's next comment are: Can you believe those guys aren't in shape to play basketball this year? <laughs> <laughs> I just see a lack of effort. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. I just see a lack know. of effort. Hey, I ran up those stairs. That's effort. All right, I ran up those stairs. Uh, okay, this. Pardon me. I'm stealing from. The previous show, Out of Bounds, and actually, I'm sure this was... You want to uh, bring up that it's Neil Diamond's birthday, right? I am stunned. That was on the previous show. No, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Joe talked about it. Uh, I'm sure Justin and and, uh, Wes talked about it. Uh, David always talks about birthdays. I love Neil Diamond. So you had... Here's just a few. Now, can you imagine this was one day? One day. One day. Neil Diamond, yeah, Aaron Neville, yeah, Ray Stevens, Ray Stevens, boy, he was absolutely hilarious. Ray Stevens, yeah, John Belushi. Mm. Oh, really? Yes, John Belushi. He didn't last as long. Mary Lou Retton. Wow, who was pretty decent. What I call gymnast, yeah, yeah, and there's others. yeah, I don't want to go through every one of them. A Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah, boy, that's a big one. <laughs> I did hear that one. Yes, I was listening to The Zone earlier. That was on that one, yeah. That's a big one. Yes. Huh. Uh, now, here's what is um, amazing. Neil Diamond turned 83. We're not, we're not yeah. going to do the uh, morning trip, madness. Yeah. or Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to go through that. I'll just give you the... Song. I saw him in concert once. He's amazing. Yeah, although he can't anymore, he's got Parkinson's. I know. Uh, Neil Diamond, 83. Yeah. Aaron Neville, 83. 83. And Ray Stevens, 85. Yeah. Long long before Chris was born, 
Ray Stevens was making songs that you can't make anymore. Uh, his, his first. I just looked I him remember. up, Rick. I actually looked him up when Randy said, it. "I was like, who is Ray oh. Stevens?" Hey, the first, the yeah. first one he sang was Ahab the Arab. Yeah, I love never, that you one. Never get away with that anymore. Although it's a great song. And then Harry the Harry Ape. They, they you probably <laughs> couldn't do that one anymore. Yeah. Uh, that somebody would have something against apes. And then you got uh, Guitar Zan. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. And then during the uh, height of its of its popularity, had a song called The Streak. Which was uh, which was <laughs> That's very hilarious, funny. and so you know there are several others he did, but he he did novelty records, and you, I don't know if anybody does novelty records anymore. The one that really? he did, Rick, that blew me away. Yeah, everything is beautiful. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a novelty; that was just a good. Song. No, I was just a good. I'm I'm just saying yeah. though, it was so much at to me out of the norm. Yeah, for what you normally hear Ray Stevens sing. Yeah. And here he is. Everything is beautiful. I mean, it was. A, I, I liked. I love hearing song. that every still to this day. You better get down to business, Mister Businessman. That was a novelty song, but that was a yeah. good song too. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, Chris is saying, "What is all of this?" I, I've been looking. I'm, I'm I'm on the Wikipedia, gentlemen. I'm going back and forth. I just I just saw the streak. It was a song about streaking, and now I'm yeah. learning more about. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to keep up with you guys. I says, don't look, Ethel's too late. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget uh, the day the squirrel went berserk yeah, in the first self-righteous right. church that's in right. a sleepy little town. Of and then they were in the you gymnasium. Know, Ray yeah. Stevens uh, performed in Branson for a while. I, I never got to see him. I didn't either, no. But that must have been really, really good. A lot of those guys, that's what they do after they hit you know, their 60s. They'll go to Branson and perform. And But he's not. he doesn't do that anymore. And uh, John Belushi, yeah, passed hard to believe. Passed in 1982. Yeah, it's been a long time. For 82. Him. Yeah, Seems you can. Like, it's like Animal House. You couldn't make that movie today. That, that no, is so that politi- is a classic. That is so political incorrect. <laughs> there's no way. They it's let a you. classic. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's been a couple that uh, you just kind of. Shake your head and and uh, just enjoy, because yeah. it's uh, pretty much off the wall. But no, I guess really what caught my attention as much as the fact that you got all these superstar performers who had their yeah, one day, uh, yeah, on one day. But then how close? Uh, I mean, Di- Neil Diamond and Aaron Neville same day, yeah. and then Ray Stevens same day, but he's two years older, and that's yeah. just amazing that all those great. Uh, performers came through uh, pretty much, well, obviously January at the same 24th, time. Pretty yeah. good day, huh? Yeah, very yeah. good day. So, Chris, we haven't had a chance to uh, catch up with you on the... Uh... Well, let's, let's just ask Chris. Okay. okay. Chris, you're a young guy. I don't know if you're still in your 20s or not. Maybe 35. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're still pretty young. Yeah. All right. So think about the music you listen to from, say, 25 to now. Okay. Do you think... That when you turn sixty, you'll still identify with that music. Uh, you think they'll still be playing it on radio stations? Do you think it'll be as popular as say sixties and seventies music was? Um, I, you know, I'd like to think so. I think th- so. I've thought about this before. I've thought about this in the context of you know when I was growing up. You know, my parents grew up in the eighties, like seventies and eighties, right? Yeah. When they were in college in the eighties, mid eighties. Yeah. And graduated in the mid '80s, so like they love '80s music. So we grew up listening to '80s music and loving '80s music as well as the, whatever was contemporary at the time. I still love music as it continues to grow, right? But I kept thinking about, I was like, well, I love '80s music mm. even when I'm my parents' age, and now I just don't know. I still love it, so I imagine I don't. I mean, tastes change over time, but I think now, like there are songs I hear now from like that. 2000s to 2010 period that I think of now so nostalgically and laugh when some of them come on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard this in so long. So I think there's still part of it. And the other thing, Rick and Randy, I think there's so many avenues to listen now and it's so on demand and it's so easy to just go, hey, whatever your smart speaker is, play blank because I thought about it. I sit there and do dishes and something makes me think of a song or whatever and I go, hey, so-and-so play this song and it's instantaneous and i think that's also changing things where you don't have to go seek it out anymore it's just hey you want to serve it up on a dish it's right here in front of you whenever you want so yeah i think i will no how do you know okay so for us you heard a song on the radio 
And so you went and bought the record, if you liked it that much, or you just listened 78 to record, no less. So, so now, for you, how do you know when a song comes out? Are you hearing it on the radio? Are you, uh, does, does a friend say, hey, go to Spotify? Or How do, how do you know when a song comes out that you're going to like? That's a great question, and I, I haven't even thought about this, Rick, until just now, but it's perf- I'm so glad you asked, because I will tell you, I, ladies and gentlemen, I have reached the age I am not consuming new music. Hey, <laughs> I have I have reached an age. Seriously, I have reached an age where I I, I might know of a song because of uh you know something that went viral, right? You know, you sometimes you see mu- or music associated movie, yeah. or a movie, right? Yeah. Maybe it's something in like the the mainstream cultural discussion. But as far as like listening to the radio for for music as much right now, I. I have you guys, 1037 The Buzz about, is the number one preset. After that, it's a couple other teenagers? local stations. But what, are, what do teenagers do? I, I yeah. don't, well, I don't I have any. Country, so. I think country, <laughs> music's, country music aficionados probably still listen to country music stations. And so they hear when a new song comes yes, out. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think I, so. I'm guessing that. But I don't know about the pop people. Or, or say, for instance, Taylor Swift is today's Elvis Presley. You know, when Elvis came out, people went crazy. Well, now Taylor's on these tours making a billion dollars, and and people that would never watch an NFL game, teenage girls watch just for a glimpse of her. Do you think that when Taylor Swift is 70 years old, 36 years from now, let's see, this is 20, so okay, so let's say the year 20, 60 or 70 or whatever, do you think they'll still be playing Taylor Swift music uh, however music is played like you can still listen to Elvis music or the Beatles. Oh my god, the way music's going to be played in 20 years is probably going to be so it's probably not even conceived yet. I mean, think of how we're playing music now. Yeah. We weren't even thinking that was a possibility 20 oh, years ago. Oh, I know ago. you go to the so, gym and you say hi to somebody that can't say hi to That's exactly right. That's exactly So yeah. go from that to where they're going to be wearing glasses that are going to be connected to like the back of their ear. So their ear will actually look like it's open. Like you've seen the headphones that aren't even in the eardrums any, or in the ear holes anymore. Now they're connected to the back of the ear, right? Because you can really? still listen. Absolutely. Oh, my God. And so you're going to have that connected with glasses where you're going to be able to see things. It's, it's going to be so – it's not even conceived at this point. And I think – but I, I will tell you, artists these days – like Taylor Swift, I think she's evergreen. I think she's like the Dolly Partons of the. You mentioned Elvis Presley. Yeah, I think yeah. there's there's certain musicians who who will outlive us all in terms of lore and 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 what they've done. But there's such a flooded market of music these days because there's so many avenues, as I mentioned, to listen to it. I, I you know you having people like that's really hard to to create these days. That was one of the neatest aspects of quote growing up because there used to be and now you can still hear it on xm radio uh but that is like every thursday and saturday that is casey Kasem's. he would have his top 40 Mm -hmm. every week yeah i can remember sitting in my car would not leave until i heard the top five songs that were in America for the week (laughs) of September the 7th, 1971, or whatever it was. And it was like I was growing up with a different, though, different type of radio. Well, yeah, but you had like a sit-down dinner of of music. You had someone come to your table. We had a sit-down music of, it was called Brother Hal. (laughs) You had someone come to your table and say, here's this song and this song and this song and this song. Right now, you got to think of it like it's not an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's a buffet the size of a state. It is. There's so much out there, and it's being put out in so many different ways of consumption that it's overload. And I think, and, and sports is also kind of trending that way as well. So they're not exactly on a different track. You know, I think sports and music and entertainment in general is all tracking the same. But yeah, I mean, it's just. It's so, it, it's not the same like you and even I grew up listening to. I grew up listening to the radio too. I wake up every morning and listen to Craig O'Neill, B ninety eight point five on the way to school. You wow. know, so that's how I grew up consuming music. But nowadays, it's just it's it's going to be totally different. Well, the thing that that makes radio beautiful, it is still up to the moment of information 
whether that be music mm-hmm. or content, I will use drive time sports. You still can go to that venue. And what makes us important, <clears throat> pardon me, radio, is slowly but surely we see. I'm guessing when I first started watching Dave Woodman, uh, not Dave Woodman, uh, Dave Campbell do his sports report on Channel 7 on television, he probably had a 12, 15 minute block. <laughs> yeah, of time. Sully would these days, if you gave him 12 to 15 minutes, he'd go, How am I going to fill? Yeah, no, oh, what no, am I no, do? no. Now they probably squeeze it down to now. a minute. They're lucky. Well, a minute? Yeah. Really? If they're getting a minute. Well, at five. Because yeah, they're five. pushing everything to ESPN. But what happens to our local content? That's what you guys are here for. You're, you're, you know, the, the buzz is like the last of a, a of a dying breed. It's a gen, it, yeah. I mean, there, there's no other. It's kind of a unicorn in the sports talk world, right? There are a couple other local stations family nationally. Owned. Yeah, yeah, family yeah. Owned. I mean, that's what I mean. It's, it's yeah. just non-existent, which makes it so great. That's what makes you guys, I think, unique. So you continue to be that spot where people can go. Okay, if I want to hear about, you know, my team, my local team, they come here every time. Because where else are they going to get it? And, I, and I'll tell you this: national radio is dying. National radio is absolutely dying. Local is radio, it? absolutely really? yes. The ESPN. The reason they're laying off multiple people at ESPN Radio, Fox Sports Radio. I mean, it is not. You have a few that stand out. I mean, you know, the Colin Cowherds, the um, you know Dan Lebetards, the the big ones out there. But outside of them, it's. A, I mean, national radio is done. People is it want because you're not hearing about your yes, team. Yes, correct. Because yeah. there's, like I said, there's so many ways to hear about your team specifically now. Where you don't have to go and say, oh man, I hope they talk about them today. It's like, well, I know if I listen to this podcast or this show, they are talking about them. So I'm going to listen to that instead. Hmm. So. Yeah, I was going to ask you how podcasts are fitting into this formula. Emmett, are they able next to fill stage. in that local niche? Absolutely. That's everything. Yeah. No. I mean... But you, do you have to pay for those? No. Not... No. Podcasts, traditionally, no. Most of them are doing like in, in ad reads or whatever, you know, for okay. revenue. But yeah, you. Got, I mean, I'm telling you what what is happening now, and you're seeing it more and more. It's it's hey, let's you your sports team. You you're not going to hear about them much unless unless you are a cowboy, Yankee, um, Dodger, Dodger. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about that. They're yeah. going for uh, Chicago. Any Chicago sports team. That's where all the national stuff heads. But because they just going to want to get big market listeners. That's what it is. Local radio. Wow. It is surging right now. Seriously. Around the nation, not just here. I mean, around really? the nation, absolutely. Well, that's good. Yeah. I like that. It's doing much better. Back to grassroots. Uh, I like the grassroots. Yeah, really they were good. good. Mm-hmm. Did, did you know the grassroots? Mm-hmm. The grassroots. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, midnight. The midnight, the midnight confession. Right. Midnight confessions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You're singing a lot today, Randy. Have you been listening to uh, the morning show? I have been listening. You uh, have found your voice. <clears throat> your well, singing voice, I should say. Well, I mean, we don't do this very often. So yes, no. This this is totally is, Ro- is Roger. You know, is he uh, rubbing off on you a no. little bit? He's a little handsy no. sometimes. You got to no. be careful around Roger. No. Bound to get a leg squeeze if you sit next to him. No, no, yeah. no. Scat Daddy, just you know, you gotta. <laughs> You just have to know where Scat Daddy is at all times. That's that's a good point, yes. Uh, this from our Gangster Museum, which, oh, by the way, they do spotlight a lot of the Roaring Twenties. And yeah, they do. Elliot Ness and Al Capone. Anyway, the Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Zach says, Ray Stevens, in response to Rick talking about Ray Stevens performing in Branson. I remember as a kid, the mid-90s, going to see him in Branson. Really? main thing I remember in him, riding out on stage on a camel. <laughs> I, can see, I can see that. I must have been on Ahab the A-Rab. <laughs> on his camel named Clyde. I can he see that. He glides across the desert yeah, sand. Yeah. yeah. And then he also did a song called Santa Claus is Watching You, where Rudolph was got his hip twisted in a twist contest, so... Uh, Clyde the Camel replaced him at the head of Santa's sleigh. <laughs> that was a good one too. Okay, let's uh, let's talk with Rick. Oh, Rick? David Basil's listening to this segment because he says we never talk about stuff like David. That we did show. it, and it won't happen again. I Andy promise. Sang, clip it. Make sure you clip it and play it tomorrow morning. Randy Sang. <laughs> it only happens once uh, a decade or so. 
Rick, what's up? Hello, Rick. About. Hey, this is Rick. Yeah. Good afternoon, hey, uh, Rick. Oh, man, I love this musical thing because I guess I'm in y'all's uh, generation a little bit. You know, I don't do Instagram, Twitter, or any of that stuff. I listen to the radio. Good for you. Way to go. We love it. Alexa. Play and, uh, 70s goal. Uh, Careful, I'm going to bed. There's Alexa. devices around here that might respond to that, all right? <laughs> Careful. Yeah, there's one genre you messed out on a while ago. <laughs> Have, you know how big worship Christian music is now? Yep. Yep. Oh, I yeah. love it. I love yeah. the Imperials. Get that on the radio, too. The Imperials. That, yeah, you know, worship uh, music is older huge. No, no, no. The Imperials that is that has grown all the way back from the days they backed up uh, Elvis Presley. So they're still popular now. They are still popular today. Well, I listen to a lot of Christian oh, yeah, radio. Yeah, I, don't I hear love them. them. Well, I, I mean, I'm not saying they got current, you know, top forty whatever it is Christian <laughs> hits. I don't care. I've got my favorites. I just play them over and over again. Yeah, that was the first yeah. time that I heard He Touched Me. Now, I don't know any Twitchy songs. And I know I don't uh, either. I missed out on all that. But uh, uh, well, I we guess I'm just too old for in. that. But I'm, I'm glad, though, because I love it for the NFL. I love reading all them articles and, and stuff and... Uh, about the Kelsey's and all that. I, I guess I'm kind of, it's going to be a relax. Yeah, i got to read page six of that New York Post. i got to keep up with all this gossip. Thank it's you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> By the way, this from uh, the 210, which is San Antonio. Wow. Ray Stevens won two Grammys for Everything is Beautiful. It's now time to talk to Pat Bradley, presented by Whit Davis Lumber Plus, with four locations. Way to throw that in there. Did you like that, Pat? Coming up Thursday in the zone, we will break down the Arkansas Ole Miss game. In fact, Devo Davis will join us, thanks to our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. We'll get his thoughts on the game and look ahead to the big matchup against Kentucky. Barrett Salee joins us at 1130. We'll talk all things college football with him. And then we got the Average Guy Movie Review with Chris Alley. He's brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi. All that and much more coming up Thursday in the zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment, forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kids Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic. Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. Right now at Fort Thompson's, Grand Refuse 3.0 Waiter, $239.99. Avery Breathable WC Waiter, $239.99. Federal Blue Box 12 Gauge 3 Inch Number 2s, $149.99. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. <laughs> Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks. 
They aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets, a Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with quick picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane, I'm Randy Rainwater. Watney Chevrolet has got it going, folks. I mean, it is it is hotter than, <laughs> than the weather outside, thank goodness. And that is the massive savings on the 2023 Suburban. Now, you can have that as low as 58000 58000 if you've driven a Suburban you know what kind of vehicle that is. That is a huge value. Also, a 2021 Chevy Tahoe truck for as low as $54,999. And don't forget the huge, call it huge, that is the trading event going on at Guatney, where you can save anywhere from five to ten grand on Equinoxes, Silverados when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. Shop online. I do that a lot. Chevrolet. Make that GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Let's check in with JW. JW, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, I was calling about one issue, but while listening, y'all were talking about this music. And this this is funny because we were going to a game in Fayetteville, me and my wife. And uh, I got my phone, and she has her phone. She listens to K-Love and I've got thousands of, I think I've got around 6,000 songs, and they're probably from the 40s all the way to the 40s. maybe wow. mid, midnight. Yeah, i got some Glenn Miller on there. No um, kidding. <laughs> uh, so I put it on, she says you want to listen to country. So I don't do this country hip-hop rap stuff. I don't, that ain't country. <laughs> so I grew up listening to um, hatefully despising it, Hank Williams Sr. I was about nine years old, and my grandpa, all he would listen to was that, and I would think, oh, my word, this is horrible. As I got older, I realized I found myself listening to what my grandfather listens to, <laughs> listening to what my dad listens to, and I found the beauty in what they were listening. And it had stories. It had art. It has a meaning mm. to it. Mm. The music that comes out today doesn't have any music. It's filler it all it is. It has no passion. You don't even hear. When's the last time you heard some Moody Blues players playing all their band instruments? You don't hear that anymore. Mm. But my question is: is on the on this uh, Detroit Lions team, we got three Razorbacks, and I'd like to see the Detroit in it, you know. But their offense versus their defense, and vice versa. Who do you think has the edge on this? I know they're at home, but people are not looking at De- – I've, I've not heard the Detroit defense talked about, and they've got a pretty good one themselves. So well, well, let me wise, add, hold, hold on. There's three races. There's Ragnow, Skipper. Who's the third? Jacobs. Uh, Jerry Jacobs. Jerry Jacobs. Mm. Oh, I didn't even mm. know that. How about that? Yeah. Great. So, and that's another reason I'm kind of rooting for them, but I was going to get y'all started on offense versus defense for them too and I'll hang up and listen thank you well San Francisco's defense or offense is still going to be good but if is it Samuel if he, if he doesn't play yeah that's a huge that, loss Debo a definite, Debo's out that's yeah, a blow that, that's a definite loss for them 
They still have a great running game. Uh, they've still got a couple good receivers. They have Brock Purdy. But that could definitely be a factor. And isn't it interesting, there's only one team in the entire NFC that's never been to the Super Bowl, and that's the Detroit, Detroit. Lions. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, while, you know, and of course San Francisco has a Razorback presence too. Dre Greenlaw is a prominent player. And then. Uh, Saved him the last game. Yep. Two Ryan and Jason Allen's their number three quarterback, who got a Super Bowl ring for being the back of the third Brandon Allen when the Rams won. Or Brandon Allen, yeah, when the uh, Jason Allen played a long time ago. Brandon Allen um, got a Super Bowl ring with the Rams when they won a couple years ago. Now he's the backup for the 49ers. So to me, I just think it's a great. Whoever wins, it's okay. But yeah, wouldn't it be great to see the Lions in the Super Bowl for the first time ever? And their coach, boy, he is an amazing guy. You know, what could only be better if San Francisco had to line up against the Georgia Bulldogs and take on the Bulldogs? Hey, Stan, what's going on? Randy, my friend, how you doing, brother? I know you believe those Georgia Bulldogs, they could beat those San Francisco 49ers any day of the week. Hey, what? Michigan better be glad they didn't, that they didn't play Georgia. <laughs> you think they could beat How the you doing, 49ers? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Michigan. I'm talking about Michigan. Maybe they didn't meet Georgia. Okay. I think we would have had a different result there, uh, man. <laughs> Never know. But no, I give them credit. I give them credit. They were a great team. I give them credit, man. Hey, Rick, how you doing, brother? Super duper, Stan. How about you? All right. How about them hogs, baby? Doing not too good, are they? Well, I'm going to say this here, Randy. Can you hear me? No, I can't hear you, Stan. Hold on. Hold on. I I think you're going to make a major announcement. No, Stan, I need need you to come by the station so I can hear you face-to-face. I hear that. I'm coming by It's a major announcement coming, Randy. Hey, I'm coming to a show job about... I'm going to give you a show job about 30 minutes. Yeah. Man, that would be beyond radio gold. That would be... But, hey, check this out. Radio crap, I'm afraid. I'm going to say this because I know i got people like Steve and... A lot of other guys right behind me, so I'm going to get off. Yeah. Hey, Musterman, <laughs> Nolan Richardson is not walking through that door. <laughs> so your defense better, if they don't come to that 40 minutes of hell, y'all will not make the NCAA tournament this year. It's over. Y'all have a good evening. They got to get a, a dual-threat quarterback at point guard. That's what's I, missing for Arkansas. I thought he was going to say the results this year are obvious he's not going to win a national championship, which means nothing. He, he could win one another year, but... I thought that was the major announcement Stan would make. And the odds are always against Muslims every every coach win. to win a national championship, <laughs> right. no matter no, what. sugarcoat things, yeah. Chris. Well, hey, let me yeah. tell you something. It's interesting that just a coincidence Stan called in today when I'm on because I was talking with Sully on the way down to Hot Springs today, and and he brought up, you know, we were talking about Muss, and, you know, and I've, you know, we were talking just in context. Hey, Muss has had more success than every coach combined since Nolan. Is that fair? He's had more success than every coach. And, in fact, not just more success, overwhelmingly more success, especially in the postseason, right? Yeah. Right. Of course. Exactly. Tournament wins, yeah. So, and Sully goes, you know what's interesting is there will never be another Nolan because the game has changed so much. Yeah. He said Nolan had juniors and seniors that were there for three and four years, not coming from another place. And I said, and that's important to note is – Every time we look back, even as recently as 25 years ago, and that is pretty recent in, the sport, you know, in, in sports, you could, that's fair. You're talking still within eras. But now I feel like since two years ago, we've, or three years ago, you could probably say that there's a new era. You know, and it's, oh, no it's not, it, it's, it's almost unfair to even compare because of how different not only the sport and the game was being played back then. You think about this, Pat Bradley going 10 for 25 from three back then was, what in the world is he thinking? These days it would be like, well, yeah, why aren't you shooting that many? And I think that when we, when we put the context of, okay, it, yes, is he ever going to do what Nolan did? Probably not. But... Nobody would. No, nobody exact, would. Nobody yeah. is going to in the sport. But but what? Well, here here's the thing, Chris, and I've you weren't on with us, uh, but I've shared this several times. What Nolan did over a six year period, the 1999-2000 season through the 94-95 season. That's six basketball seasons. Arkansas won more games than anybody in college basketball. Now, when when you study the history of college basketball. For teams that dominate as long as six years, 
you're talking about UCLA, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, and Indiana. That's it. You're not talking about anybody else. And Indiana's long ago now. And UCLA's long ago now. Yeah, I was about to say UCLA, yeah. yeah, those, yeah. Those, those are the only schools you're talking about. You're talking about nobody else. Nobody else dominates a six-year period other than those schools. For Arkansas to do it was off the charts. And while they were doing it, I'm not sure we grasped what was going on. No. And and so to expect someone else to come in here and do the same thing is nuts. Now, could a coach come in here and maybe win a national championship? Yeah, it's possible. But are you going to go to the Final Four three times in six years? Probably not. Are you going to win back, go back to back to the championship game? Probably not. All right. So that's why what Muss has done, two Elite Eights and a Sweet 16 three years in a row, we may never see that again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's pretty amazing. So yeah. we need to. Okay, so he has an off year. He has an off year. So what? You know, the, the guy knows what he's doing, and you're right. He's in, especially in postseason. He's been more successful than all the coaches combined since Nolan. Yeah, that's... but what Nolan did is so far beyond what you could have even conceptualized before he got here. Think about this: Eddie Sutton, great coach, no doubt about it. Great coach. He got Arkansas on the basketball map. He had two different teams that had three first-round draft picks on them that didn't win a game in the NCAA tournament. Two teams that had three first-round draft picks and did not win a game in the NCAA tournament. After U.S. Reed shot, Arkansas was basically a non-entity in the NCAA tournament. And had it not been for U.S. Reed's shot, they wouldn't have made the Sweet 16 after the 1979 season. So, as good as he was, and he did put Arkansas on the map, 76, 77, 78, 79, those were great teams. Nolan, did. it's just incomprehensible what he did, and we're never going to see that again. So Stan, yeah, maybe Musselman might win a national championship, but to do all that Nolan did, nobody's going to do that. And I, don't, I think, too, the writing has been on the wall for a while. Krzyzewski saw it. Jay Wright saw yeah. it. I mean, you're seeing prominent coaches who had some years left if they wanted to, like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Saban. Saban just now in football. Yeah, I mean, that's another example. Where Nick, Nick Saban, that had to be NIL, don't you think? I think between the transfer portal and uh, NIL, he did not want to mess with it. Well, and it's not the, right. It's not what he got into. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, right. it's not what he... It's not why he entered into coaching to do that. He left professional to go back to college for a reason. And now that college has turned into semi-pro, it's like, well, this isn't what I came back for. But what's keeping them up at night, that is those coaches, it is controlling their roster. Oh, it's control. Everything yeah. about them is controlled. 80, well, but I'm saying 85. I've got to watch herd over this 85 from basically minute to minute. Because if I don't, my guys are going to get their little feelings hurt. They're going to say, nah, I'm not getting treated right by Coach Saban. I'm gone. Now, I may be a little on the strong side there because he's probably strong regardless. But they I mean, have more leverage than they've ever had. Yeah. To be able to say, yeah. if if you're not going to play me like you said you That's would right. or, you know, if I'm not going to get this opportunity, yeah, I don't like the way you treat us once. I mean, or now once you're not you, going to get on campus. me. Yeah, yeah. Through the Saban NIL. Was probably, Saban was probably the rarest guy that could that could still coach in a hard manner, number one, because the players knew it made him better. Yeah, they trusted him but, to go but to lead. But as soon as he's gone, look at how many players went in the transfer. Mm-hmm. It's going to touch so upwards think, to 30. Yeah, so you think, well, he was too hard on him. Really? Then why'd they all leave when he retired? Back in a moment. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. 
combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500s equipped with the 5.3 V8. Requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney, Buick, GMC, next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors. Rated number one in durability and owner experience. Designed for easy operation and feature performance matched attachments. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down. Zero APR for up to 84 months, plus save up to $300 on select equipment. Stop by River Valley Tractor or go to KubotaUSA.com forward slash disclaimers for full disclaimer. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe this week's Saracen giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this week for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take a short 40-minute ride to Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hi, folks. This is Chris Zender out here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep in Sherwood. The recent snowstorms have really put us behind. We've got to do something drastic to make some sales up, so Frank told me to do whatever it takes to make some deals. So I'm inviting you to come in, pick out a vehicle you like, and make us an offer. We'll do whatever it takes to make a deal today. You'll save over 15% off Jeep Gladiators, $13,000 off new Rams. There's never been a better time to buy a new Ram. And we're talking 24 models. And we're taking 10% off every new Ram Heavy Duty in stock, 2023 and 2024 models. And you'll save up to 15% off the 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got to do something drastic. We're making crazy deals on every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in stock. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater. Now joined by Neil Atkinson by way of Bet Saracen, the double R prop specials for this uh, Ole Miss game are up, ready to romp and stomp. Uh, let's see. How about this one, Chris Kane? What do you got for me? How about Trevin Brazil over seven and a half points? But here's the caveat. Over 0.5 offensive rebound. <laughs> that means he's just got to get one. That, it, it feels like in Star Wars when Admiral Akbar is like, that's a trap. <laughs> because... That right there, he doesn't seem to be under the basket a lot on the offensive end these days. Now, maybe that changes. It, it feels like you're tricking me. Feels like I'm you're, not tricking you're, you're, you're pulling me into a trap there, I Randy. Am, I am just going by the dirty old nitty-gritty numbers. <laughs> yeah, SEC play, season averages. That's all I'm using. Forget what happened back in the month of November, December. It's all about now, baby. Neil, can you give advice on this? Can you help me out? Are you allowed to do that? Or what, what, what are you allowed to do here? My advice is is that if you like it, bet it. If you don't like it, skip it. I am not going to give you advice on how to bet anything. I can just tell you, I can give you the menu. you got to make the selection because 
Never take your betting advice from your bookmaker. That's that's that's, that's my mantra. Cardinal rule. No wonder they're the number one uh, sports book, mobile sports book. If you like it, take it, Neil. That's uh, that's dangerous. Sounds a little dangerous. All right, now, now is this, is this where I put the extreme hook out for you, Chris? What do you got? Uh, Traymon Mark over nineteen and a half points. Hmm. Check his average, nineteen and a half. Hmm. Over, over. Here's the hook. Over twelve and a half field goals attempted. Attempted? Oh, attempted. I like. That. Wait, is that separate or is that are those tied together? They're tied together. Mm. Okay, nineteen and a half points. So if he if he's what a little bit over fifty percent, any of those mixed in or three points, the nineteen becomes pretty easy. Yeah, it's just how many times does he go to the line? No, no, not oh, free throws. Yeah, no, that's what Field I mean. Goes. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that, that's what I'm worried oh, about if here. If he gets fouled, if he gets fouled a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's, that's where you, again, so you're throwing it out there. Hey, last, but, last four games, 18, 35, 12, and 24. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Neil. And that one pays two to one, so that's a, that's, that's a pretty good payout on that one. Pays two to one, so uh, that one's a good one. Well, Neil, that's, uh, I know there's other things going on right now on Betch Saracen besides the double R prop specials. You've got, uh, obviously, the matchup tonight between Arkansas and Ole Miss. Ooh, this has this moved up a little bit? Arkansas six-and-a-half-point dog now? Yep, and something that I have not seen on Betch Saracen, we have more money on Ole Miss than we do on Arkansas on the point spread. Ooh. They're coming off so their lowest output of the seen. season too, so you're think people are thinking bounce back game for uh, the Rebels at home. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess that's what it is. But I have not seen that in quite a while. So uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's what the betting public is doing. And the other one, the uh, UCA Bears are taking on the Queen Bees, and uh, UCA is still a dog at plus six and a half. Expecting a lot of points in this one. The over under one sixty two and a half. Yeah, it's actually gone to one sixty three now. Ooh, teasing uh, it up. They're expecting a lot a of points. Bit. UCA loves the three. All right, that's just a small sample, Neil, of what's going on today at Bet Saracen. You got to go on there and check out the NFC uh, Championship Specials, mm-hmm. the NBA Specials, NHL. You'll find it all where. One place that's called Bet Saracen. Hey Neil, has the has the Lions line held at seven all week, or has it gone down a little bit? No, it was six and a half. It's at seven right now. But the Baltimore Kansas City line opened up at three and a half. It's at four. So there's a little bit of movement. So if you're a Kansas City better, you can get them at plus four now. So um, and that's just midweek money coming in. Uh, I expect that. Uh, line to wobble a little bit, especially Friday and Saturday. There you go. All right, Neil, we'll talk with you again tomorrow. That is Neil Atkinson by way of BetSaracen.com. Go get the app in the App Store at BetSaracen. Let's talk with Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yo, Steve! <laughs> Okay, his uh, phone line is engaged. I have put him on the air. So with that being said, Steve once, Steve twice, Steve three times. Sorry about that, Steve. Um, I I got some uh, uh, some life and feedback. Do it. Yeah. This one, this one from James in Kentucky. This is from James Kitchens in Kentucky on Live Fan Feedback. So wonderful to see those Kentucky Wildcats get punked by South Carolina. Hey, Rick or Randy, can you define the strike zone in the MLB? Thanks. Wherever the umpire wants it to be. Armpits to the knees, and, of course, the plate as wide as it is. But some call the high strike a little higher than that. Some call the low strike a little lower than that. So Randy's right. It's it's ridiculous, but different umpires have different strike zones, and that's why there have been some that have advocated for this uh, technological umpire instead of, a, instead of a real umpire. What do you think I, about I, that? I still like the human element. 
And I think the, uh, I would guess the Empire's Union would fight that tooth and nail, everything they could do. And, and they should. What about? You know, what happens is you watch a game on TV and they show you the strike zone. And here's a ball that, I mean, half of it hits the lower part and they call it a ball. So if it's your team pitching, you're, oh my gosh, that was a strike. Or they'll show you a pitch that's, that the, the top of the ball is, I mean, a millimeter below the strike zone. And they call it a strike. And then if that's your team that's batting, it's, oh, my gosh, that was a ball. So you're not going to win either way. Even if you put in a uh, electronic strike zone and you've got robots doing your calling for you, it doesn't mean it's going to be accurate. Because the other thing is, it's where the ball crosses the front of the plate. So a ball can hit the front of the plate and drop. And does a mechanical umpire call it a strike or a ball? Because it looks like it hits the catcher's mitt. It might hit the catcher's mitt eight inches below the strike zone. But if it crosses the plate in the strike zone, it's a strike. So there's a lot to figure out there. Hard to believe. You think from 60 feet six, you would not see a baseball have that little bow in it, which is what you're talking about, Rick. The ball is always going down as it gets to home plate. Not, yeah, they can get it to go up now and then as a pitcher. He can manipulate the ball where it will, quote, rise a little bit. Not much. Not like it goes down. And uh, you're right. The, the, the most, the greatest, the greatest disparity I've ever seen umpiring. And I loved him back when he pitched for the Cubs and then eventually when he pitched for Atlanta. And I'm talking about Greg Maddox. If a right-handed batter, you almost had to feel like you had to stand sometimes on home plate to cover the strikes that would be called in the left-handed batter's box. But that's how much respect that umpires had. If it looked like it caught the corner, it's a strike for Greg Maddox. Now, he was more in and out, not up and down. Uh, I think all the, all the great pitchers will always tell you, you got to live downstairs. You can't live upstairs. You live upstairs, yeah. even with 90-plus mile-an-hour heat nowadays, these major league hitters, they can they can still catch up with it. But it, Unless it's a little bit above the strike zone, which is still a tough pitch to lay off, and that's where you can get major league hitters. If, if you, throw them a, you throw them 98 to 100, and you're a little above the strike zone and they can't lay off, that's one that's hard to hit. But, yeah, if it's, if it's, if it's say... A little between the waist and your shoulder blades, they're going to hammer it. Tee it up, baby. Tee it up. That's what I used to tell my kids. You got that 3-1 pitch, tee it up, baby. Tee it up. Well, they tested electronic strike zones this past year in AAA. We'll see what the report is on that. Interesting. And the three challenges that managers got. Up next, straightmediaofhogsports.com. Hour number two, straight ahead. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP 